Welcome to HXGN Radio. My name is Brian. And in today's podcast, we're discussing gender diversity. An ever-growing body of research shows that gender-balanced teams create better outcomes and improved financial performance, as well as broadening the talent pool of qualified people. Today, we're joined by two people committed to addressing the gender diversity gap in mining and other industries. Hexagon's Patricia Procopio, who is also the president of Women in Mining Brazil, and Jamila Cruz, founder and CEO of consulting firm IND 101. Thank you both for joining me. Appreciate it. Thank you. It's exciting to be here. Yeah. Yes, I'm very happy to be here. Well, this is exciting too because, you know, you, it, it's new experiences, you know, doing a podcast and stuff like that. So hopefully you'll walk away going, that was a fun experience and you're going to make an impact. So I really appreciate your time. All right. Well, first of all, tell us about yourself, what you do and what you're nerding out on. What are your passions right now? So who would like to go first? You want to go I'll, first, Patricia? I will start. <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, I am Patricia. I'm Patricia Procopio. I'm geologist and I'm working in mine sector for more than 30 years. Okay. And since I start to, to work, I'm, I'm always thinking about how to do for the mining sector, how to transform the mining sector. That's what I find nowadays uh, working in a women in mine. I'm also a director in Hexagon Mining. I'm a, a planning, innovation, ESG director, and I stay in Brazil, and I'm so happy to be here for the first time. Fair enough. Um, my name is Jamile Cruz. I'm the leader of IND 101 which is a consulting firm, as you referred at the beginning. I also am a director, founding director of Women in Mind in Brazil, working together with Patricia to really change or transform the perspectives of mining in the country. I'm very excited to see a transformation, not only in the mining industry, but I think our resources-related industry, because it's such a big part, at least of the both countries that I call home, Canada and Brazil. Natural resources is is big and it moves so much of the economy. Uh, so watching a big part of the population being women or being um, people of color and other groups out of such an important industry for us, it's one of the things that I'm passionate about and decided to do something to change. I love it. I love it. That's great. I forgot the nerding out. I, I had something. And I oh, go, go ahead. Okay. You so on your question on nerding out, um, I am a big podcast fan, actually. I oh, spend good. most of my time listening pod to podcasts when I'm not connected on Zoom or doing things. So when I walk, when I do the dishes and clean my home. <laughs> so it's a big part of my life. And the other thing that I'm very excited for always being part of my life is volleyball. And oh, in Toronto, oh, nice. I play beach volleyball as much as I can during cool. summer. You know, my wife and I just got into watching volleyball. It's been a, it's been a few years now, but I didn't know how exciting it was. That's <laughs> so much go. fun. Yeah, that's great. Oh, cool. Well, I'm I'm glad to hear. Uh, first of all, I'm glad to hear about the passion you have for this topic too, which is really neat because uh, clearly it's it's needed. So let's get into it then. So tell us a little bit more about what the Women in Mining organization does in Brazil and also worldwide too. And then you know, how do firms like your firm, I IND one on one, help? I start talking about uh, the movement of Women in Mining. Women in Mining is an international movement that um, it's present in all the countries that has uh, economical, that, that's mining, it has a, a very important economical power. And we have in a lot of uh, countries, and I also has in Brazil. We start the movement in 2019, 
that we consolidate this. When we, we had a group of uh, women in PIDAC in Toronto starting to discuss about the gender inclusion, and it naturally starts to, to work. And we are, uh, we look for new perspective for the mining sector, okay? And the idea is to strengthen it and advance the participation of women in the mining sector. There is a lot of change to do. We know that's a very tra traditional sector. Like Shamili said, it's important to say it's the, that, that's, it's a need of all the, the, the industry. It's not only a problem of the mining sector, but we face this in mining sector. Like a geologist that work more than 30 years, I know what is this. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And firms like IND 101, well, just to explain a little bit, I used to work as an engineer in mining as well. So I'm an electrical engineer, worked for engineering consulting for mining companies and then management consulting before I shift everything to have a discussion around diversity, equity, and inclusion. Uh, my firm, IND 101, we created from the need to have a more strategic conversation, companies to move towards a more request for people to volunteer their times to do this work when changes don't happen, right? Like we, people who are related or who understand the amount of work that it takes to move a change program through an organization being digitization or anything technological that we talk about, you always have a very large change effort from, to move people from A to B. For diversity, equity, and inclusion, it's no different, right? We've been doing things. Systems are designed to do things in one way for a very long time. I love... Uh, the book like Atomic Habit, where he says like there's no broken system. The systems are designed to deliver the results that we get. So if we accept that, then we need to redesign the systems, right? So if the systems are designed to leave people out, like we know it's doing today, then we need to really rethink and redesign the systems to bring people in. So that's what IND 101 helps uh, organizations to do. Oh, that's great. I love it. Good. Well, how, I guess I'll ask a little side question on this. How is it going so far? <laughs> that's, that's a great question. Uh, let's go for the positive first. Good, yeah. Uh, so, well, uh, we're about to complete four years of organization. So okay. we started in 2018, and I was working as an inclusion diversity lead uh, two years before that. I do think there's an evolution. If you see any of my presentations, you're always going to see a maturity curve. So there's no jumping, right? Like we all have our process of evolution in any topic. So we start learning and we take steps towards it. Uh, so companies today, I feel like they're leaving that inactive mode where nothing's getting done. Mining specifically, I usually to like the curve starts on inactive and moves towards reactive, proactive, all the way to dynamic. For mining, I used to say that we needed almost like a box before inactive that was like the illusion box yeah. where people are just like, we don't have a problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we're moving out of that, I think, with the force that's coming from investors, groups, and just the whole conversation around ESG, we're moving past that, right? We understand there is a problem. And we have reports, like the report that was published this year for, like, from a large company like Rio Tinto, where it showcased in 85 pages all the issues that different groups of people have when they're operating in a mine site then there's no longer a way to close your eyes and say it doesn't happen in mining organizations. So people are accepting it. So now this next step, it's like, okay, since you accept it, let's figure out the solution to solve this problem. Good. 
yeah, what is it? Uh, seven times people have to hear it before they actually go, oh, hey, I just heard that. No, no, you've heard it seven times now. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm doing my part to say it and repeat it over and over again. <laughs> yeah. And then it's, you know, for them to actually take action. I don't know how many more times that is, but now change is ridiculously slow and painful yeah. and frustrating, yes. like very frustrating, I think, too, just to get. Yeah. I'm proud of you for sticking through with that, you know, and, and seeing it through the long haul because that's what's going to take. Yes, and it's important to to in this moment. It's like it's happening in hexagon mining. The idea to start to discuss about this this theme, okay? Because we need to realize that that's the reality. We have few women in the mining sector, yeah. and not only women, but we have to have diversity. We, we need a plural industry because you need to change. You need to to have new looks for the same for the the, the, the what we were working for. Mm-hmm. And like Ola said, we can transform the world. We have to take this part of the of this change. Okay, and we think really think that uh, inclusion, diversity, and movements like women in mind can be the bridge of the this transformation. Okay, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. So I am curious to know what else needs to be done in order to you know make this more of a reality. And going along, I mean, besides what you're already doing, of course. But I'm also thinking too. You know, uh, as as women are thinking about their careers. How is mining presenting itself as well to women? Yes, I, I think it's important to say, for example, in Brazil, uh, um, like I said, I'm the president and Jamili is a um, director. But Jamili, before the, the Women in Mine Brazil, she was a pr- uh, director for Women in Mine Canada. And there he has a lot of experience. And we start the movement in Brazil with a call to action and an action plan that we have eight strategies. And I think that Jamili can explain better because he are responsible for this, this work, okay? Because we have, we have to have guidelines and we, have, we propose these eight strategies. Yeah, no, picking up from there, uh, we did had the benefit of having the action plan from Women in Mining Canada. So Women in Mining Canada had the support of the Canadian government to put together an uh, action plan towards the industry that it was published in 2016. So in 2019, when we start, or 18, when we start discussing how to bring the movement to Brazil, IBRAN, which is the Brazilian Institute of Mining, had a conversation and we decided to not only bring to Brazil, but we, the Council of Canada used to say tropicalize the plan because we needed to really showcase the Brazilian reality so people mm-hmm. would connect, right? One big thing about action plans and guidelines is that the biggest and most important part is engagement, yeah. right? So you don't want to put together a set of strategies that becomes a shelf exercise. Well, yeah. nowadays, a Google folder or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, so the work that we've done was really to bring people together. Uh, so we run a few workshops at Mining Hub in Brazil where we brought women and different, essentially people from all over um, the mining industry to say, how does these strategies work for you? Mm-hmm. Are they the reality of what, what we're trying to change? So we had five strategies and we had three more to really take care of the ESG conversation. So development, uh, community and the sustainability and contracting of yeah. companies. So yeah. supplier diversity is how we call. 
And those eight strategies look pretty much into every single layer that it needs to be changed for a bigger or a better inclusion of women in the industry. And just a side note, like we are very binary when we talk about men and women in this industry. As Patricia said, it's a very traditional industry still, so we're not as far or able to push the bar as much as we'd like to be. But I just want to recognize that we do have to have a discussion about non-binary and different orient, orient, sexual orientations because the industry is too very close to that as well. Sure. But as women, these strategies that were presented, the idea was really for people to understand that there's a shift on the culture. So yeah, when yeah. we talked, and we talk a lot about respect at work in mining, the question there was really like respect at work for whom, right? Mm, <laughs> because yeah. there was a very clear line of, who is respected here and who is not. So we're sure. looking at the policies and really shifting and then attraction, right? You mentioned like the whole, are people coming to mind? There is an issue with reputation, but there's also a huge issue with education. Yeah. People yeah. just don't know what mining's for, right? Yeah. I feel like mining, like drop into the world became with like Al Gore's movie, where it's like <laughs> every single scene of the end of the world was essentially a yeah. mining shot, right? Yeah. Uh, yes, there is a challenge with the mining operations that we have today, right? We're still going through accidents and issues, but there is a way forward that we all need to participate to change. Like people ask me a lot, is like, why do you participate? Mm-hmm. I don't feel like there's an option. If we don't participate, it's just going to continue to be what it is. Sure. And it's not great for anybody, right? So the actions that we see on this action plan, that's the goal for people to understand that there's action to be taken every single level of the organization. And that's what we proposed. And Maybe Patricia can share a little bit of the call to action we did for organizations because that's what the engagement part is. Yes, I, and I think that, um, first of all, we have to realize that mining is essential for the world, is essential for the humanity. And then you have, now you have to engagement and to put this, this discussion uh, on the table on, on um, for everybody to discuss uh, on this. And with the action plan, we did a call to action for the companies, for the Brazilian companies. And you present these strategies. And nowadays we have 35 uh, companies that is C-levels, the executive, how can I say? Sign the Sign, commitment. Yeah, sign the commitment to, to, to do this. And nowadays, we have um, also um, working in a report that was one, one of our purpose that we have to not only sign, not only wish, we have to prove that we are doing something in this way, okay? And then uh, the Women in Mind Brazil um, launched uh, last year the first report that's talking about KPIs in inclusion and gender inclusion in the world, okay? It's a very uh, interesting report, and we are nowadays working in the second one. Talk more about it, uh, <laughs> Jamili. Yeah, no, uh, we're actually just starting the analytics portion of the report. We do have a partnership with a management consulting firm that helps us walk through this. So from each one of these strategies and the eight strategies and all the actions related to it, we sat with the mining companies who had signed this agreement to define the KPI. So these are a set of indicators that are meant to measure progress. So we set quantitative and qualitative KPIs to say, okay, are we moving the bar? And when an example, right? So when we look into respect at work, 
how is the helpline being used? Mm-hmm. When people call in, what is the, the way the company is solving or the company is dealing with the complaints that are coming? And some companies are always like so happy to report there are no complaints. It's like, really? <laughs> with 10,000 workers yeah. in the locations where you operate, you really believe that it's quite right that you have yeah. zero complaints? So there's so, no such thing as none. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. there's so much work to be done into first like create that respect at work conscious thing where people can really put their hands up right like yeah, retaliation yeah. and sure. understanding what the works are, workers are worried about if they do put their hands up and say this is what's happening here is wrong yeah um the other thing that's so basic in mining but it's, it's still a reality and not only brazil like canada and other countries in the world as well it's the lack of in- infrastructure to receive women at mm-hmm. the operations so yeah. a geologist for example <laughs> they're trying to go there and do the work and essentially you have to drive far or ask for the supervisor to stay at the door for you to be able to use the washroom or you have no equipment, PPE equipment, like protective equipment that's fit for your body for you to be able to execute the work Mm. that you need to do the best way. So it's so basic where we still are to be able to say that the industry is inclusive. So set of actions that we put forward indicators, it's exactly for that, for us to be able to measure year over year to make sure that we're moving forward. This is good. I mean, you're you're doing it though. It's just, it's getting everybody to that point, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I I remember yesterday on the the um, opening uh, after Rola, I I that there are someone that that told that you can't man manage what you can't measure. That's it. And yeah, you our report call calls we measure what do you we value. Yeah, the first report that we launched last year. That was like the first year after this commitment from the companies, we decided to call it, we measure what we value because it's exactly that, right? Like for a mining company, if the only thing leaders are measured against is the production rate, you know the type of behavior that's going to be shown at a company. It's the same thing for technology company or consulting firm. If everything that you're measuring is sales, you're going to see the type of behavior that's driven by that. So you need to have performance measurement for behaviors and culture. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, that's an, and that's an industry wide or you know worldwide thing even too. That's just a that that thing needs to be changed. <laughs> okay, so I'm curious what kind of advice you would give to you know women considering a career in mining or any STEM related career for that matter. But also, let's do this two ways. Let's let's give advice to women wanting to do that. But also, what advice would you give to companies that need to implement this? So, two questions. <laughs> well, what I what I could say first of all, I think that. Uh, we like I, I said before. First of all, we have to realize that mining is essential for the world, and it's very easy to to complain about something and stay sit in the chair. Okay, and my invite is come with us. We have to change. Help us to change because you can do this. You use in everything you do, and every day when we wake up and use some mining equipment or things like that. Every we have mining in everything. And I come on this this these girls to come on the, uh, with us to change the world. We need this. We need uh, new go new women's. We need new men's. We need everybody to come with us to change this and to help this this. Uh, this transformation because you have to do this. Yeah, I'm a big believer of you being the change, right? And uh, it's exactly what Patricia said. It's 
it requires everybody to make something be different. Uh, so people need to engage. And it's a great career. Like as an electrical engineer, when I jump in, I didn't know what I was sign up, signing up for. I moved to Canada and I got a job with an engineering consulting firm. And I researched and I was like, oh, yeah, they do mining projects. Didn't know, really. Uh, but that's the beautiful thing for engineers. Like you might be electrical, but you're going to have a view of how instrumentation works, mechanical process. It takes every single type of engineering to put a mining uh, operation together. So it's lovely from a technical perspective. So if you have any curiosity, like reach out to us, reach out to any people associated with the industry for you to ask your questions and see the opportunities. It's a sea of opportunities. And then moving to your question towards corporations, I do think we need to take greater responsibility as the industry uh, to create the talent for the future and even attract the talent that's out there that maybe not consider mining as an option for their careers. So I think there's work to be done towards education to what Patricia is saying. Everything we're using here right now to record this podcast, <laughs> there is mining elements into <laughs> exactly, it. Exactly, yes. Uh, so I think if people get further uh, knowledge into how the industry really supports everything, right? From infrastructure to the everyday lives to our cell phones and mm -hmm. computers, uh, we would probably be a little bit more willing to accept that's always going to be part of our lives and then figure out how to work better together, really engage with a more sustainable and responsible mining. So for mining companies, they need to take responsibility to do this educational piece, mm -hmm. right? To relate to governments, to relate to high schools and everything, open their doors to show people like, this is what we're trying to do or this is what we do. Yeah. And then invite them in. Yeah, oh, I love it. I really appreciate this. Well, thank you both. And thank you for doing what you're doing and you know, you're making a big difference. So thank you for taking time to be on the show today too. Thank you. It was yeah. lovely talking to you. Oh, yes, thanks for the opportunity to to demonstrate what we are doing. And I invite everybody to know the Women in Mind Brazil. And IND 101? <laughs> I'm kidding. No, yeah, for, for, the, for those listening to us. The, the yeah. site, please. Yeah, <laughs> no, join join us at our website. It's www.winwimbrasilwiths.com. Dot org. So check our website. You can download for free the action plan, the report, so you can learn about everything we talked about here from strategies to actions to indicators that you can start applying to your organization tomorrow to really figure out where you are today and how to get to the next step. And, and I also want to, um, to give thank you to Exago Mining to permit and to help us to do the, this work and to be here talking about this, okay? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Patricia, Jamile, thank you so much. Really appreciate your time. Oh, this was lovely. Thank you. And of course, thank you for joining us on HXGN Radio. For more information and to listen to additional HXGN Radio episodes, head over to iTunes, Spotify, or SoundCloud. And you can visit hxgnspotlight.com for more information and stories from Hexagon. Thank you again for listening and have a wonderful day. Thank you.